Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, well, guests, they are sometimes like buses. You wait around for ages for a guest, and then boom, two come along at once. We have dipped into the Straight to the Apex pool and brought up another fine guest for you to join me on this Darkest Timeline special episode. That's right, James Stainforth is here with me to talk about everything. We're talking mental health, that's that's way up there. We're talking golf, gym, how James remembers meeting Mark and Tony. All that and more in this special episode. Before we get started, please do consider like, share, subscribe and comment. Leave a review where you can leave a review. Main thing, people, share the podcast around. Um, I love the Straight to the Apex podcast. I love the guys that do it and I want them to be loved by everybody. So share this podcast around. Get the names out there. It's, uh, It's a small thing, but it's a big thing, if you know what I mean. Right, enough from me. Here's more of me with James. So here we go. This is Cookie Cast, Darkest Timeline special episode with James Stainforth. Recording in progress. The lady says recording's in progress. I'm waiting. I can see I can see blue bars. I can see it. It's there. Allegedly it's there. Uh, if you're listening at home, you'd think I'm just talking to myself right now. For you uh, for you lovely people watching on the YouTubes, you will see that uh, in part two of our uh, guests on the podcast we've dipped into another podcast again and and brought up this time we had the comic the comic relief we've now got the looks from the straight to the apex podcast james james stainforth how are you sir i am very well actually and i think that is the first time i've been able to answer that question honestly as well well there we go We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll be unpicking that shortly. Um, so, we absolutely didn't have any technical issues. We, we got logged on, we got straight into it. We didn't sit for 28 minutes while I banged my head against the screen going, why doesn't this work? So we didn't lose any time. We're fresh nope. as a daisy. I am not stressed out. I'm not drinking whatever this is. Mmm. Delicious. So, if anybody checked out Tony's episode, a lot of people did check out Tony's episode, you'll know that um, for the Formula One podcast has entered its off-season, and I'm like, I am not letting this resource go. Got to get in. Got to get in there. Got to get some uh, got to get some juicy guest spots out of these gentlemen. So, as I was, as I was explaining to James off-air, the same... But different. So let's start with our icebreaker question. Oh wow! Straight into okay. James, okay, let's do this. Yeah. 
What is the best fruit? What is the best fruit? Yes. Oh, wow. I'm going to go with apple. I've got a theory about apples. Okay. I'm going to tell you my theory. My theory is this. If you get a good, a good apple, it can literally be the highlight of your day. You're like, that, that's a good apple. That's It's given me everything I need. Everything I possibly needed from the apple situation. If you get a bad apple, if you yeah, get you know, you know the dust, you know the dusty apple. You bite into that apple, it's it's the worst possible thing because you've gone into the, you've signed the contract to say it's apple time, and I need I need good apple, and then it turns around, and slaps you in the mouth, and there, right there. I want apple to be the winner. I want it to be up there. I want it to be the daddy of the fruits. Daddy or chips, it's apple. I just, I've been burnt too many times, James. This is the problem. You get a nice, a big red apple, bite into it, and it's just dust. You're like, fuck my life. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I can't believe I'm saying this. I say this on my, on our podcast as well, pretty much every week whenever Tony starts talking. But yeah, I've, I've, I've got to agree. I've got to because I can't stand green apples. It's always got to be a good red, shiny looking apple. And you know, you get that first bite, and you know it's it's juicy. Mm. It's it's everything you want it to be. Mm. It's brilliant. But then you've got those days, like you said, where you bite into it, and all of a sudden you feel like you're just eating mulch. Yeah, yeah. Like there, to there me, the age of recycling paper, where it's just. To me, the red apple is like putting four bullets in the gun. It's like you, you, you've got a higher chance of a bad time with a red apple. At least, at least with with a green apple, there's there's less of the the dusty option. Which is the which is the shiny one? Is it Granny Smith? I think so. Yeah. I can never remember because then there's the green one that's the equivalent of the red one. Like you get a big green one, a little green one. I think you've got a better chance, but red's where you want to be. If you get a good red, oh, you are yeah, off to the races. You are off to the races. If you get a bad one, you'd like you just start questioning every decision you've ever made in life. You're just like when I was 11, and was it was it the right move and what brought me to this point eating this apple? So, there we go. We like we like an icebreaker, you know. Anybody who listens to the listen to or watches the Formula One podcast will know that. Uh, yeah, you you guys absolutely crush it in the podcast world. But over here in the darkest timeline world, these people are just subjected to me week in week out being miserable talking about. Bad driving and Christmas shopping and everything in between. So uh, we like to live and live and up when we've got a guest. So I don't know which order to do things because obviously okay. we've had we've we've laid some groundwork. Tony got in there first and set the scene. 
so I, I need I need to know if you know certain stories can be confirmed. Um, well, anything Tony's told is well. But <laughs> I also thought I don't want to just go. You know, these are the questions I asked Tony. Now I'm going to ask you. So I thought easiest way just switch them around. So question number one for you, sir, is this: How long have you been a Formula One fan? Right, this this might surprise you, um, and I've I've got to kind of do the math now by working out how long I have known Charlie. Uh, that is twelve, about twelve years. I could just imagine Charlie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I could just imagine Charlie listening right now, going, "Go on, yeah, how, yeah, how many years? Go on, how many years is it? Go on." Charlie, Charlie was the well, we, we always call Charlie the guru when it comes to F1 on, on, on straight to the apex but yeah she's religiously watched Formula 1 with her, her dad when she was a little girl and everything she went to all the races with her dad and um, I can't remember what he used to do but he used to be a doctor for a few races as well um, some of the local races and stuff like that so nice. Obviously, she did like track days and stuff like that. So she's always been into it. Obviously, when I met Charlie, I was, I suppose, technically kind of forced into it at first, you know, having to watch it because Charlie wanted to watch it. But, yeah, it was it was one night she was clearing her ear out with a cotton bud or something, and then she realised she'd got the, the cotton wool stuck in her ear. And it was... I want to say it was the Mexican Grand Prix because it was obviously late at night. It was like nine o'clock or something like that, and she needed to go to the ear, nose, and throat. And I didn't want to go because I was enjoying the race. <laughs> <laughs> so from that point, I was like, "Oh shit, I'm actually enjoying this now." When I was younger, I used to think, "Oh, it's just a bunch of guys just driving around. It must be the most boring thing to watch live." But yeah, it's really not. The one that always gets me is NASCAR. I, I I appreciate it for what it is. I appreciate that it's got this huge following, and like uh, like when you see the cars up close, the cars are massive. Yeah. Like I like I'd, I'd gone into. I think it was like weirdly, it was like the M M&M and M shop in Vegas, and they had the M M&M and M NASCAR parked in there, and it's they're huge. But <laughs> ultimately. What, 500 times or something? It's a bit like, oh, I wonder if they're going to go around that corner. It was always like, you know, at least at least F1 had a bit of, you know, and uh, we, I know how much we all loved, like, like Monaco and stuff. So, um, so at least at least 12 years because I, I was like he's going to be like how, how many seasons we're we doing the podcast two seasons so yeah two years yeah. <laughs> like i got drafted I, just, I got drafted in by mark and and, and now i watch f1 every sunday i had to do some serious research in series <laughs> one it was unreal i'd read a book about it and senna what was that all about 
just plug me into a chair or something in 30 seconds I'll learn Kung Fu <laughs> I've, I've heard about I've heard about Mark and his chair um, so I'm now going to double back so the big question is I asked Tony how long Tony had known yourself and Mark and he told us all the story and um, I, I I could I could relate to the story he told so how how accurate was Tony's story and I, I get a feeling that you might have known Mark longer than you've known Tony. Ooh. See, my, my story of meeting Tony was very similar. The only thing I can't remember was he said we met in a church. I don't remember that. Um, so, my recollection of it was Obviously, my wife, Mark's wife, uh, Tony's wife—they all worked at the same, the same place for years and years and years. And there was a a work get together kind of thing. I can't remember what it was. I want to say it was like a an Easter meal kind of thing. Always to celebrate that hit a certain threshold. Something the usual kind of things that I want to celebrate. I went, oh look, we did this in the budget, yeah. yeah. Uh, and. I'm, I'm not a big fan of people. You know, there's, the, 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 you know, friends, family stuff like that. I'm fine with, and they know me. I know them. Absolutely fine. But general public, not a big fan of. Um, high general public. <laughs> um, and yeah, so Charlie said, "Oh, I've got this meal to go to, and you know, we can we can bring partners and stuff like that. And do you want to come?" And I was a little bit iffy, and Charlie knows what I can be like. So, and, and Charlie said, "Well, look, Kate, Kate is taking care of the half, and 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 so is Beth. They're both really good lads. Um, you might like them. You never know." So, I'm not going to lie. I went there a little bit reluctantly, um, and I was sat there. And then Katie and Mark came in, and Mark sat quite close to me. So we started talking. As you know, I want to say Mark started it really because I sometimes find it, believe it or not, I find it difficult to start conversations with people I've never met. So I think Mark kind of started it. Me and Mark started waffling on for a little bit and that's when Tony came in. Or how I said it on our podcast after we'd done the Darkest Timeline, um, you know, as always, you was late. <laughs> <laughs> he was going, oh, you two were sat over there, you know, sat together and I'm sat right over there. It's like, yeah, he was 20 minutes late. It was the only chair left. But um, yeah, we 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 all, we all got to start talking, and you know, we, we 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 did have a laugh, and then you know we had a few more drinks, and then we, we started doing like takeaway nights and game nights. So you know, we'd we'd go to one of the hours, and we'd have takeaway, we'd play games, and yeah, it just went on from there. But I remember it as a restaurant. He remembers it as a church. There may be some ground in between. So when so when 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 Mark finally comes on, he's like, "No, nah, it was a McDonald's." They're, they're all wrong. <laughs> He'll be like, "They're both lying." <laughs> they're all they're all wrong. They've all got it all mixed up. It's all kinds of wrong. So to uh, to again slip in a completely different question. Obviously, we've had you on as a guest for the NFL podcast. 
Now we couldn't get you. We couldn't get. Uh, uh, we couldn't get Tony anywhere near the NFL podcast. I believe some sort of some sort of phrase along the lines of those American sports. Um, so, how long have you been into the NFL? So, the NFL's more new to me. Um, still kind of getting getting to grips with it. It was, it was another one of them sports where I, I watched it once and I didn't understand it. Like, like I said about Formula One, it's always just guys driving around a track repeatedly. It's the most boring thing to watch live. And The first game I watched was, I think it was the first time they played it here in the UK. So what that have been about 15 or so years back, something yeah, like that. a few years ago now. And I was making a big deal about it. So I, I was still living at home with the rents back then. So... My stepdad put it on, and I thought, oh yeah, let's give it a go, you know, it must be great. And I'm watching it, obviously I'm a rugby league fan, and I'm watching it, and I'm like, it's it's only a 60-minute game, fine. Why does it take four hours? Why are we four hours later? Yeah, and I'm, and I'm just, I was just, I just found myself getting more and more frustrated watching it. I was like, all right, so they've passed the ball, they've been tackled, and they've stopped. Okay, and then they repeat, and then they repeat, and I'm like, and I think it's the two minute warning that was what got it for me. They went, oh, in two minute warning, and the commentators go, oh, the two minute warning means you know there's two minutes before the break, and they took a break. And I was like, so you get a two minute message, a message saying, oh, in two minutes, you know, it's it's half time. Two minutes, you get a break, get, so take take here's a rest. <laughs> And I think at that point I was like, oh, no, I'm, I'm done. And, I, and I I left. It's one of those things that it's so much more frustrating watching it live. Like if you go to the games and you're like, what, what's going on? Where are they going? We're in the middle of a play. What's happening? Oh, two minute one. It's like, and? Just get on with it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, I, I got into it more recently, about two or three years ago, really. Um... And it was, my, it was my boss. I mean, he he has trouble sleeping. So he'll, he'll wake up at like 2 o'clock in the morning most nights. And, and I can do the same kind of thing. And that's when he really got into it. And when he found out he was going to, well, when he decided he was going to go watch one of the games in London, he thought, shit, I best go pick a team. So he picked the Raiders just randomly. Um, and I said to him, I, went, I, I, don't, I don't understand. I don't know I don't, what the gist is. I went, it just goes on for too long. And he said, well, look at it as like rugby, but crossed with chess you know you, you make your move and then you sit there and you plan your next move but you're also planning there and also like okay so yeah and so I got into it from that Mac sent me some random link so you know find out who your NFL team you remember when Facebook used to do that yeah so I had to do the survey and everything else you know you like your underdog you like this you like that and straight away I went right so yeah you were yeah, the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> like, all right, so yeah, yeah. got into it. Followed it a little bit, stuff like that. Been to a couple of games in London. I mean, the games in London are incredible. But yeah, yeah still, I, still get used to it. It's it's just tricky, the time of it. Yeah, there's there's so much about it. There's so much about it that I, that I like and enjoy. There's so much about it that just frustrates the hell out of me. 
I remember the days of staying up for the Super Bowl, being a feeling like I was the only person in the entire UK who was sat there with a scarf on and a hat on, going, "Yay, Super Bowl!" And these were these. This was back in the days when it sometimes started like one in the morning, and the Super Bowl used to run for five hours, and you're like. Got to go to work soon, because <laughs> that was in the days when I was when I I believe truly believed I could still man it, because at four o'clock I'd have a uh, a Jaeger bomb and that'd sort me right out, and then there was the year that I went to work, having had too many Jaeger bombs, and it wasn't that I was like hung over or anything. I just felt like like I was obviously still riding the Red Bull, and then it just went and I'm out of here. See you later, and I went. And that was the year I went, I'm never working after the Super Bowl again. Now, almost simultaneously at the same time, the NFL was like, the Super Bowl takes too long, we need to start. And we need to start it earlier. And we, you know, for, for like everybody around the world, we need to make it like more manageable. So there was like years where it was like, it was only on for three hours and it was done and dusted and I was in bed at this time. And, you know, got up and went to the gym and then went to work and all that sort of stuff. So... It varies. Uh, it, obviously, you've got your your East Coast, West Coast thing for the start time, so that can sometimes be an issue. Um, but yeah, there's it's very much a sport that you can say I love it and hate it, and and be right. You'd be like, I, I love it and I hate it, and that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we we've done the uh, pick pick a team thing. Uh, we've done it with Paul a few times, and it always comes up with a different team every time. And he's like, "Nah." <laughs> <laughs> so, time to start getting into the weeds here. It's time to start getting uh, getting into the thick of it. So, you're a Formula One fan. You're there. You're like, I love me some Formula One, and somebody says. Have you ever considered doing a Formula One podcast? And you said either yes or no. So take me through the fan to podcast host journey in your own uh, in your own words, I suppose. Oh, okay. This might get a bit deep then, um, but that's kind of the point of this podcast. So well, yeah, like okay. Do. So. Covid happened, um, and that was when me, Mark, and Tony kind of lost touch a little bit. We, it wasn't that was avoiding each other or anything else like that. Obviously, you know, it it just got difficult. Takeaway nights kind of ended, games nights, all that kind of stuff started to go away. You know, the Christmas meal. I'd always do like a Christmas spread here. They'd all come here, and that kind of went away as well. Um, but as well as that, I had I had stuff going on at work, and I had stuff going on uh, within my family and stuff like that. So I, I was starting to go back into what I called the pit, but I didn't didn't know. Same as last time, didn't know I was in there until shit. Yeah, I, I'm I'm in a pit here, and started to work my way out again. Um, and that's when all of a sudden Mark messaged us 
which was nice because you know we did message each other every now and then. So we, we started chatting, having a quick catch up, and then he said, "Oh, um, I've been talking to our neighbour, and he's got a he's got a friend who does a podcast." I was like, "All right, okay." And obviously Tony was involved as well, and he said, um, "Yeah, so can we have, can we all have a call?" So we we, we could quickly call each other, and he said. Um, so yeah, he's, he's, he's got onto Spotify and you know he's, he's being asked if he can get more content out there and he wants to get a Formula One podcast. But he doesn't really, know, he doesn't do much about Formula One and he's got a lot of other stuff that he's going on with as well. So it's like, so he's asked me if I want to do it. He was like, ah, oh, okay. And he said, but I don't want to do it on my own. So he was like, can, do you guys want to tag in? So straight away we was like, yeah, all right. So we arranged a, a call on Zoom um, to one check that it worked, but also just to properly chat about it, and I'm I'm not gonna lie, we we just chat shit for a good half an hour. Pardon the French, um, yeah, just absolutely chatted everything, just laughing, winding up Tony, like same as we do on the podcast, and then we started talking about it, and was like, this actually might be good, and then that's when Mark started saying, well. We've got to be the three of us because we just bounce off each other. And I think you'd mentioned that you wouldn't mind coming on and ho- you know helping with the hosting and stuff like that. And Mark was a little bit like, "Well, let's let's see how we do first. And yeah, it, it just kind of went from there. But through it, through that podcast and everything else, I found myself getting better as well. Which is why I absolutely love doing it now, and you can you can probably tell. I, I, I would say, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's no point going back to the beginning and listening to it all now because you know how the seasons end and stuff like that. But if you were, you would probably notice a change in my behaviour from from the start. I was probably very quiet, very professional about what I said and stuff like that, and now I'm just this guy who. Well, as soon as Mark press, presses record, he probably panics about, oh, shit, what's James going to say this week? <laughs> I, I say, because, like, I've, I've, I've made no secret of it. it, it, it I, I can't stress it enough. It's one of my favourite podcasts. As far as my... I, I went through this with Tony. As far as my Formula One history is concerned, there's been a very... It's been very up and down, and then over the last however many years, I think when they started... And this will sound awful, but when they started making it safer, I lost more. I lost more and more interest in it. Like when they started putting like all the different safety things in, I was like, yeah. uh, "It's just, it's just not the same. It's not the same. It's not the same." And and I think that's kind of when I started moving away from it. I, I can tell you this much: um, you can you can ask my uh, my good lady about a time that she and a friend of mine sat watching the Formula One. Um, in in the hospital whilst I was absolutely dying from borderline alcohol poisoning on uh, on a birthday night out, uh, and that was the story. <laughs> that was the story when uh, when when they got called through, the race was nearly over, and they they were going to have to miss the end of the race. Um, so for you know, Formula One's always sort of been there, so. I kind of, I kind of had an idea, so when it when like you say when it came up for like the the, the hosting duties, I was talking to uh, 
our our mutual friend, the host of the uh, Getting Over podcast, um, and I was like, well, do, do they want me to host? Because I'm I'm not sure. I mean, I'd have to dust off the old Formula One files and reboot that side of the brain. And and he was like, no, they're going to do it themselves. And I was like, cool. It's going to be our first podcast that none of us are involved in. And I was like, with with any podcast, I mean, if you go if you go back to the start of anything that's been on Cookie Cast to now, there have been podcasts that have come and gone. We had. Um, we had like a, a zombie role playing one. There was one uh, we used to do a beer podcast. Uh, mate of mine started his own podcast that was through the network. Did X number of episodes, and then pandemic hit. He wasn't prepared to do it like we're doing this now. That was the end of that. He always wanted to do it in person. He wanted to do it in the same room, sort of thing. And that just that just killed that podcast. Um, so. The fact that I get to listen to it every week, one of my simultaneously favourite and apprehensive things is when I hear, sat in, sat in the office, I hear James's voice going, this is the week guys, this is the week I'm going to get cancelled, kicked off the podcast and edited all in the same, all in the same episode, I'm doing it, here we go, let's get crazy and I'm just like... Okay, if I get if I get home, I can pull the episode down. because at this point in time, though both the audio and the video episodes are sat there just waiting, and I'm like, if I can get home, I can pull the episodes down, chop it all, <laughs> sandwich it back together, make it so it actually makes some form of sense. Then, how quickly can I get it back? Maybe it'll have to go. I'm just sat there like it could be today. It could be today. And then I'm always texting like, better luck next time, James. <laughs> so, yes, you have gone from a certain place, and I imagine that's a certain place from, um, for want of a better way of putting it, from a mental perspective, to now this this just, I am going to, I am going to become the most edited man in podcast history. Um, but, yeah, not today, I'm afraid. Or maybe it's today. Um, something I've got a question at the end of, at the end of my um, list, which I never did ask Tony. But my list was like was like this, and I was like, and I just need some pointers because you know I imagine me and Tony can have a conversation more than just me firing questions. Um, so I might bring that question forward and ask you. So you've had two you've had two series of the podcast hands down one of the tightest formats i i'm a bit of a i like a podcast that flows but i also like one that's got a really good you know like at this point we do this bit and at this point we do this bit and at this point we do this bit and then we end with this so i like one that flows but also flow flows with a you know and we've got like as as you've seen the NFL one goes very much in the same vein as the Formula One podcast in that sense of you do what happened in the games last week, what happened, you know, what stats have you got, what any news, and then you move into the next round of games. You know, what games are coming up, what do people think is going to happen, anything else, and you're and you're out clean sort of thing. So, 
as a, th a third of the hosting team for the Straight to the Apex podcast, what's next? What's next for Straight to the Apex? More the same? Are you going to start uh, next season? Is it going to be a different a different costume each week? Is it going to be fun, funny glasses Friday or I don't know? Is it going to be more the same because it's a it's a super tight formula that works? Do you see it changing? Do you see any differences? I don't. I don't see it change. I mean, if if you've got some of that works. You don't want to mess with it too much. If it ain't broke, always don't fix it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, especially in this season, where I've, I've noticed one of the things I keep doing now is I've got a different name on every episode, and sometimes I've got two different names in the episode. I think I started doing that just to wind up Mark. Honestly, and then from <laughs> oh, I've, I've started something now. I've, I've, I've got to keep doing this, and sometimes I, I'm. Panicking, I'm trying to join a meeting. I'm like, shit, I need a name. I need a name. <laughs> I, I honestly, I cannot wait until I get Mark on because uh, I, I've, I've already built his list of questions, and a lot of his questions centre around why did James and Tony think this? Because <laughs> there's a th there's a running theme, and it's all pointed in a particular direction. Like, like, yeah, like I say, at the end of the, at the end of the day, it's if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Um, and from from my perspective, as a as a listener, as a fan, as a um, I don't know if it's like like a editor produce. I don't know what you would call it. I I make it, you know, I make it available to the public. M more the same, more the same. It's one of those, you know. My my goal is to get you guys like live boots on the ground at the races doing live versions of the podcast because everyone else sees what I see when I listen week in week out and it's like we've got to get you know you need to be FIA sponsored and I'm, I'm not talking about the, uh, the the other FIA that was on on last week's podcast um I'm sure. I'm Females in, a, oh, females in association with Straight to the Apex. Honestly, honestly, I was listening to that. Just tears. I'm like, this. It was, it was so professionally done. It was so perfectly done. Yeah. I was just like, this is it. This is this is absolute peak content. This is fantastic. I was just like. It was just, Absolutely just well done. Um, unfortunately, from my end, I'm being told that the uh, the technolo technological gods have informed us that we need to take a short break. And I ain't even got halfway through my questions, so I already know that this is going to be a juicy one. Join me and James in two shakes of a lamb's tail. And uh, James, I'll see you very shortly. See you shortly. Recording in progress. It's that apprehensive moment where you're like, we had all those technical issues. Has it been? No, we're, no, we are good. We are back. We are back. Some people might think... Huh? Sorry? I know how you feel with that. I always get nervous whenever we start recording. 
So I always get that message saying, you know, your host can do this, blah, blah, blah. And I always panic that I'm going to click the wrong button and leave the meeting there. And there. <laughs> yeah, um, I've, I'd like to say I've learned from my mistakes. As you will know, that is absolutely not true. When I'm sitting there going, the podcast is fine. You guys are all mental. It's like, we sound like robots. It's like, I listened to it today. It was fine. What are you on about? Hang on a minute. You sound like... I'm just going to put the computer on. I may have realised what went wrong. Damn it. Um, it was it was fine because that, that, that one, the wrong one, had many, many, many views on it. Uh, and we had to lose that one. It doesn't. It doesn't haunt me. Um, we've had the episode where I've got ten minutes in and gone. I didn't start. I didn't. I didn't start the audio re-recording in the second part. So that's all wasted. Um, and I definitely haven't done that more than once. That's painful. So anyway. The point is, allegedly, we are recording both audio and video in about an hour's time when I'm going, we all know that's not true. But at this point, we've got a, you know, blind faith and all that. It all looks prom. I've got a little red spot there on the corner, so looks good. Looks Me good. too. So, um, if for some reason you decided, yeah, I'm going to tune into this podcast halfway through... You missed, you missed all the juicy goss. Um, go back and check out the first half. I, I don't know. I don't know who would do that, but hey. Um, so, like I said, I wanted some, some similar questions to what I asked Tony, but I didn't want to just ask you the same questions. A, it's lazy. It's lazy podcasting. B, I wanted, to show, I wanted to show you that I valued you as a guest on the show, so I was like, I want, I want James to see that I've done my done my work I've done my little and work. you're right and it, it would be lazy as well Tony it's, it's the same as Tony picking my predictions in the last race just no I mean he was clever I got what he was saying but I I couldn't I listened to it twice and I couldn't decide I was like part of me wants to go with it's genius. It's just it's just stone cold genius. And the other part of me wants to go with no, that's not on. That's not on. He should he should have he should have points struck. And it was all it was all made it was all made whole, it was all made right in the end by the fact that the FIA got involved and that's what we wanted to see. Honestly, I was just I wanted to shout it from the rooftops, it was fantastic. Um, also, early on in, in fact, I think that's part of what got mentioned. The forfeit was the issue. That a forfeit was mentioned and never and was never decided. Early doors, there was a forfeit that was mentioned. It was like if you've got to get the uh, the, the straight to the apex logo tattooed, and I was like, "Come, come again?" Because that sounds amazing. Did we say that? <laughs> Episode two, I'm pretty sure there was a conversation about tattoos, and I was like, "You've come to the right place." <laughs> So I'm like, I hope they pick that. I am definitely going to be there for that one. Luckily, Beth didn't. Um, I, I know halfway through we started saying, right, the, the winner from the, the Ladies' League kind of thing, they'll pick the forfeit. Um, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. 
when I when I heard that, I was like, that, that's a good one. I, I I you know I said anybody who's listening, anybody who's watching right now, go back because I put the video of the forfeit from last season. Was it on the first episode of of season two? I think that, uh, or was it the no, last? No, it was like a like a Christmas special. Kind yeah, of there thing, was there was one where basically right at the end there's the there's the video of the forfeit. If you haven't seen it, I won't spoil it. Uh, I was I was proper impressed with the fact that it had all gone through and stuff, and I was like, yeah, that's definitely getting tagged on. Um, so I asked Tony a question, and I'm going to ask you a question, but it's going to be ever so slightly different. In all the history of Formula One. If you could pick one team from the dawn of Formula One time to the end of this season to be what you consider the team that represents Formula One as a sport, which team are you coming down on? You see, if you'd have asked Tony, he'd probably say Ferrari because they're prestigious. And yeah. it's, it's right, they are. They're, they're, the, they're the team. They're the team yeah. that everyone grows up wanting to drive for. Oh, me, I'd probably... I would probably say I am torn between Williams and McLaren. So... From a yeah. per, from a personal perspective, I, I'm I'm with you on, on two points there. At the end of the day, Ferrari has to be in the picture. There is no way you can have a conversation that features the words Formula One where that, that at some point you're not going to fall on Ferrari. But the the McLaren sort of they've always been there. Yeah. It, I think I suppose longevity that whole from start to finish from you've got each sport becomes bigger than itself when it get when it gets a story you know when you've got to to use to weird, weirdly use, use wrestling as an example when when you think wrestling, you've got you know Undertaker, Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior. These are you know ne- these are names that surpass the sport itself. They transcend the sport. If you're talking golf, you're not going to talk golf and not mention the name Tiger Woods. You know yeah. you know it's that kind of thing. And I think when when you because Ferrari transcends Formula One anyway, it's it's that kind of you know when you were when you were little you wanted a ferrari no matter what you know i i i will always have that soft spot for the the testarossa in the in the 80s and you know magnum pi and all that sort of stuff so ferrari's always been there but if you're really dialing it into the formula one stuff i think you have got that you know mclaren's got to be there it's that. It's just there's there's so much to. I mean, there's a lot of history there. If, we, if we're talking Williams, it's it's a family thing, and it's gone on for aeons. 
so to speak. Well, I mean, this season alone with McLaren, it just, it, it pretty much sums them up. You know, the, you kind of forget that they're there and sometimes you wonder why they're there. Like we did at the start of the season, we was making the jokes of they ain't going nowhere. And then by the end of the season, there was, there was in for contention for, you know. They, they have got to win most improved player <laughs> awards yeah. this season. Because, you know, there was the whole where they started, where they finished. I suppose is the best way to look at it. You know, they weren't a contender at the start. Like you've just said, they weren't a contender by the start at the start of the season. Come the end of the season, they were. It's as simple as that. You know, they've obviously made enough improvements to put themselves in that picture. Um, was it last season there was all the porpoising? Yeah. And week in, week out, I'm like, I, I need to know, I'm listening like, I need to know what, Porpoising is what? What is it, and why is it such a problem? And I'm like, is it this? You know, is well, it? I spent most of the first season straight to the apex pronouncing it porpoising. <laughs> <laughs> Professional, just like tortoising. They're going too slow. That's the problem. It's too slow. <laughs> so let's let's take it let's take it down um down a person down a, a, a slightly personal route i don't know how personal it is um obviously myself and tony had a conversation along the lines of what do you do for um for exercise and how does that link into um for, for one of a better way of putting it how does that work for your mental health because obviously me and Tony had a conversation about how we could see that there was a direct link between things that you do from an exercise perspective that covers all forms of exercise, you know, getting the heart rate above a certain amount and how that impacts our mental health. So, runner, horse racer, gym, gym rat, what, is it just literally... I watch what I eat, so I don't have to do any of that now. <laughs> oh, no. I do all that, so I don't have to watch what I eat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like my pizzas. Mm. Look, granted, don't get me wrong. Uh, during the COVID kind of thing, the lockdown, gym shut, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I, I put on a bit of weight. Um, not massive amounts, but, you know, I look back at pictures now, it's like, Shit, um, but I've always liked my pizzas, so it was that kind of right. And I need to look at what habits I've got. And now I work in a call centre. Um, luckily, I'm well, not luckily for me, but luckily for everyone who's listening, will still want to listen when I explain it. Um, I'm not one of the ones who's on the phones. Um, you know, it could be ringing you at whatever time or anything else like that. I'm the one of the support functions in the background. Um, it works around compliance and blah 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 I'm not, not going to bore you with that Jesus um, so you can go onto a call floor and you can guarantee there'll be a, a desk full of sweets and energy drinks and coke and all that kind of stuff because you know, if you give them all that kind of sugary goodness get their energy up and you can guarantee your sales are going to come flying in but mm -hmm. I found myself grazing because, because I do quite a lot I'm walking around checking areas making sure people are behaving and stuff like that I'll go buy a desk or something, I'll get a chocolate bar, I'll just sit to the ops guys, oh, I'm just going to pinch a chocolate bar. And that was happening quite a lot, so like, right, I need to stop the grazing. 
then I need to get into the gym. And we had a gym at work, so I was going to my gym, and then I was going to the gym at work on my lunch. And it was just a way to wind down. I could, I, I think you and Tony both said on 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 the episode that you were both on. It it stops everything. Everything switches off outside outside of the gym or anything else like that. Is it's all gone. Yeah. You, bills don't exist. Yeah. Work stress doesn't exist. It's it's all gone. And I, I struggle to find places where that happens now because, well, yeah, I, I just need those kind of places where I can switch off. And one of them's a gym. I think the other one's golf. Mm. I mean, Charlie, now she's become a golf widow. You know, I can be like, oh, I'm just going to go out for a game of golf and she won't see me for five to six hours. And she don't understand why. She's like, but you're just walking around and don't get it. I'm like, yeah, but I'm walking around and there's nothing. You don't even hear traffic. It's, yeah, you you were saying you were saying before about uh, the NFL. It's like rugby mixed with chess. Like I I've always said, the the people that don't understand golf are the ones that don't understand that it's it's the people that say that golf's not a sport. And I'm like, the golf is as as much a sport as a lot of other things, but it's another one of those things that the problem is solved with your head as well as your physical being. Mm. So you look at you you know, you're halfway down the fairway, you've got a bit of a dog leg right, you know that you know the flag's over there, you just don't know quite where because you've got a lot of trees. So you need to either work on the principle that you're gonna like chip down and then play it onto the green, or you're gonna try and go over those trees. If you're going over you need something with a bit of loft. So it's like, well, can I make that, you know, is this nine iron going to get me over those trees? Do I need to drop it to an eight? Where's the ball sitting? It's like a little bit in the rough, but you know, is it going to be better to punch over? Or... And it's it's that it's that. Yeah. To then step up to the ball, set your body, set your feet, set your grip, set your club. I. Do you take a practice swing? Some people don't believe in a practice swing because what if that practice swing was the swing that you needed to do it and your next one's not going to be good enough? And, and all of that's going on whilst you're walking around essentially a field with your mates having a laugh. And like you've said, the one thing that's not going in because there's no space for it is, shit, i got that bill to pay. How am I going to get the money to sort the car out at the end of the month? Because... I know it's going to need two new tyres, probably three, and if it needs three, I might as well stick four on it, because why not? And I can't even afford one tyre right now. Dog needs to go to the vet. Brilliant. Another thing I could do without... I've got that thing that's due on Monday. Can I push it back a couple of... Not, there's no room for that. No room for that. Because you need to know if you can hit a 9-iron 80 yards. And that's it, and... But it's, it's like you said, you don't have time to think. And you, you're setting up for the club, you stood above the ball, you've got you know, you've got your certain grip sorted out. And in them what two seconds it takes to swing the club back and then forward, all you're hearing in your head is don't move your head, don't lift your head, bend your knee a little bit. Now eyes on the ball, eyes on the ball, eyes on the ball, eyes on the ball. Shit. Yeah, all that's going on in like a split second and you're just like But it, it sounds awful because I mean, any, anyone who hasn't suffered with any mental 
or anything else like that. They, they might look at it and, or, and the way we describe it, you know, we, we get away, all the problems go away. It sounds like we're running away, but we're, we're not. It's it's self-maintenance. If, and I, I said it's a child, I went, look, I need that, I need that getaway. Otherwise, I, I'm screwed. I mean, the, the other year when I was when I was back in the pit, I, like I said, I didn't know. I mean, I, I'd gone to a friend's Halloween party and just sat in the car and speak to anybody, and I didn't even know I did that. And Charlie said that for that entire year. She felt like she was treading on her eggshells around me because she never knew, you know, was it, was it going to be James who comes home or is it going to be an angry, grumpy James or, or what? And now she's just got that annoying shit <laughs> who comes home every day and is clearly spent the entire commute home from work thinking, how can I wind up my wife tonight? <laughs> um, but I, I, I need that. I, I need that little getaway because that, that way I can just switch off. And in, in that time when I'm switched off, I don't know it at the time, but a lot of the problems that I've got, you know, how am I going to pay for this bill? Am I going to have to replace three tyres or anything else like that? I'm probably solving in the back of my head. And it's done. It just, it, it makes life easier. Yeah, and from like, from a, from a male mental health, side of things there's a lot that go that goes unsaid you know um there's i can i can never remember whether it's considered like an epidemic of the fact that you know male suicide rates are through the roof and nobody talks about it and that's the problem nobody talks about any of it and you know men of a certain age group are, are, are are dying left, right, and centre, and nobody's talking about it, and, and that's the problem because nobody's talking about about anything. And to say I need to go in that room and I need to lift that heavy thing, and I need to count to ten, and I need to do it four times, and for that one hour of that day, I'm not being a man, and being a man is. All the other stuff we were talking about. Oh man, I've got a. Uh, can I get? You know, it's like, oh, can I get to the shops to get the thing that I need for tea tonight before I need to do the other four things I've got on my to do list? And I've that. Do, which to do? Is it that to do list or does does that one supersede that one? Because I wrote that one a day ago, but that's newer and and people. Not everybody understands that. Every single minute of every single day is processing. When you're at work, you're processing the stuff that you've got to process at work, but you're also processing the stuff. The number of times you'll be doing something work-wise and then you go, oh, damn it, I never did that thing. I, I, I use reminders on my phone. Like, yeah. like, my, like, come tomorrow morning, if I go into my reminders, it'll be like two pages. And some of them are silly things, like, you know, remember to take your cod liver oil tablet. That's good. reason I have a reminder, because I forgot to take it this morning. It's fine. I have two reminders that go off on a Monday. So that just demonstrates how I need them and how useless they, <laughs> useless they are. And that's just one of about 15 different things that I needed to remember to do today. And, you know, I wrote a reminder. You know, James questions. 
because I wrote the questions last night, but I wanted to make sure that they were nice and tight for this evening. So I set a reminder for 11 o'clock and 4 o'clock. Because 11 o'clock, I'm going to be fresher. But 4 o'clock, I've had all day to think about it. And I just need to tighten up this or that. Two reminders for the same thing. Just to be just to be on the safe side. So, I, I, I played an obscene amount of golf. 12 years ago. And then these the small human like creatures come along and they go guess what sport you don't do anymore and you're like but 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 weekends it's like yeah yeah this guy <laughs> um, and 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 there is there is a large spider in my shed that uses my golf clubs a lot more than I do but um yeah yeah, get, getting out on the golf course, three and a half, four hours, you have, you have a, a, a drink and something to eat afterwards, and just it's just that, it's just one giant reset button. Um, so, gym routine. We've talked we've talk golf, we understand how, how golf works. What is it? Is it the big heavy weights? Is it those little purple weights for for the boxer size? It, kettlebell swings, <laughs> resistance, bands. resistance bands. Yes. No. Um, Dwayne Johnson uses no. them. They're all good. It's it's the weights. You know, d- dumbbells, barbells, the machines. Yeah, and it, it's it's funny because I'm I'm doing it because I, I want to stay in shape. Like I said earlier. I'm doing that so I can store my pizza with a bag of M&M's on a Friday night and treat myself on a Saturday and stuff like that. But typical bloke, everything becomes a competition and a lot of the time it becomes a competition with yourself. So it's like, I don't know, you, you go in and you you, you bench 60 and you, you, you do eight reps and all that kind of thing. And you don't go in there the week after thinking, oh, I'm, I'm going to, I, I did that right, well, I'm, I'm going to, Typical bloke thing, you don't think, oh, I'll just go up by two kilo, which would make sense. It's like, I'm going to go up 10 or 20 and cause yourself an injury or something like that. Um, it's amazing how we learn things very slowly over time. Um, but yeah, nice weights. It's always got to be the weights. The only thing I'll do at the start on every workout that I do is I'll get the resistance bands out and I'll just stretch them that way. But that's more because rotary cuff. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, injuries that's um, setting a lot easier. Yeah, um, with age comes like every every injury that you've ever. I'm dealing dealing with a thing at the moment where, uh, like, say, rotary cuff sort of thing. Um, but it's decided it's like I'm going to remind you of all the injuries you've ever suffered in your entire life. So like the knees gone. The shoulder's gone, the back's gone, the sciatica's playing up. I'm like, I, w- I was walking around the office today and one of my mates was like, oh, uh, can you can you come and have a look at this? And I'm like, so I got up and I hobbled all the way over and he was like, I didn't need you for anything. I just like watching you walk around the office. I was like, you so oh, nice. <laughs> He's like, you look I, ridiculous. I swear blind, I woke up, I, I turned forward to this year. And I swear blind, I woke up on my 40th birthday with a bad back. 
it's the almost weirdest, there, the weirdest thing. Yeah. It's the weirdest thing. You wake up like, ah, why does everything hurt? What happened? <laughs> Did anybody get the number of that truck that hit me in my sleep? What's what? I can't turn right anymore. What? What's oh, happening? You can't turn your neck. You're like that. Great. I've got to drive to work. And I'm going to have to look both ways before I turn at a jump. She's like, well, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, it's like... You go from, you go from that, that tube of, of deep heat that you've had in your house for 18 years that's got like two-thirds of it left and it's all crinkly and mushed up to going out and buying the tube of industrial deep heat because you're just coated in the stuff like some kind of glistening, hobbling, Mutant of some description, and you're like, Welcome to Fort. Oh no, I can't put me up. It's just, it's, it's, you know, don't, don't ever get old. And I can, I can happily tell you with, with three whole years of experience on you, it gets worse every year. No, good. When I when I get dressed on a morning to go out the door for a run and I have to put the knee support on or if I have to go and do something in the gym and it's like knee support, shoulder support and I've got to make sure that I've got the heat pack as well that goes with the shoulder support and all I, I was saying I was saying to the the good lady the other day I was like all I hear when I put all this stuff on is is more machine now than bad. And I was just like, what is what is happening here? Because now I'm like, maybe I need like an, an elbow. <laughs> just like, bring on bring on the artificial limb replacement because then we can really start to get work done. So, big heavy things in the gym, playing around the golf. All sounds all sounds amazing to me. My my golf clubs swear at me when I go past the window. Um so I'm, at least somebody's getting out for a round. Uh, mate, mate of mine is, uh, is is very much in, into the golf and regales me with many stories of rounds of golf that I've missed. Um, obviously, we've we've alluded to and um, James set his, his his safe word as zucchini bread. I'm not entirely sure why it was, but you know I'm not here to to argue with people's safe word. Um, we've we've danced around the uh, the mental health side of things, and obviously I, I spoke to Tony about um, podcasting, mental health. Um, you've you've spoken about how um, you you were in a particular place, and now you're less in that particular place. Um, I suppose the question the question is how has podcasting helped you and your mental health over the last couple of years? You've done two seasons of a podcast. It's a very it's a very successful podcast, as we saw last week from our uh, our Spotify roundup. Uh, not only is it a very popular podcast, it drives it drives a lot of traffic to uh, to the the podcast as a whole yeah. and gets us a lot more. Uh, viewers slash listeners so um big up the straight to the apex podcast um so yeah we you know we don't have to get too deep if you don't want to we don't have to get too far in the weeds or whatever but podcasting 
mental health? How do the two things go together for you? I mean, we've already touched on it. We've already spoken about it, but it's it's, it's probably going to sound a bit cliche because I'm I'm genuinely genuinely going to say it's it's the talking because and I, I know you know we talk about Andy's men's club and stuff like that and it's okay to talk, but it 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 genuinely is that. I mean, we, we've already touched on it with with the gym, with golf. You go and play around the golf. You've got at the most three buddies with you, and granted. You don't have a conversation, but there is small talk. So something like that might come up. In the gym, you've got your spotter. Granted, you're counting to 10, or he's just telling you, come on, you can do more than that, and all that kind of But again, in between, there's those little chats. Um, the other thing for me was walking as well. I'd start going for a walk at work with one of my friends on our breaks, and it gave me the opportunity to be able to run, and that's how that helped me out. But with the podcast as well, just, just having Mark and Tony there, which was... Again, a normality that I'd missed for probably a good year, really, to all of a sudden seeing them every week or every other week and just having a laugh and winding up Mark or reminding Tony that, you know, he he gambled and he lost on one episode of the podcast every other week. Oh, wait, that's 22. (laughs) But yeah, just, just... See, see, seeing two good friends and talking to them and even though we've never done it in the same room and I keep wanting to you know, figure out how we'd make it work and get us all in the same area and do a podcast recording together it's, it's still there and it's, it genuinely just feels like the three of us are just in a pub or something just having a quick catch up and nine times out of ten we start having a rant about something else and sometimes we actually talk about Formula One yeah, like like Tony sort of. I think Tony was the first person, from what I remember, to bring up the chatting in a pub analogy for for especially your your podcast, and it was that first sort of time where I was like, yeah, yeah, and I, I've 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 said it, you know, I've said it many times over. There was um, there was an episode of the Straight to the Apex podcast that I truly believe and still believe is one of the most important podcast episodes there's ever been in all of podcasting. Um, To actually take that time, it was, you know, it was a good 20 minutes to talk about the importance of podcasting, the importance of talking to your mates, the importance to take the time to get together, to just talk and laugh and take the piss out of each other and, and have that. And I was just like, there was points where I was laughing, there was points where I was almost in tears, there was points where I was like, I, I felt seen and and all of that sort of stuff. And I was like, this is one of the most... You know, I, I am a man who listens to a fair few podcasts and it's not just ones that I have to, you know, edit and, and put out myself. It's I listen to a lot of podcasts, it's, it's, it's a thing. And of all the podcasts that I've ever listened to, that podcast was it was important it was it was a message for for anybody and everybody to listen to to say you might not be sitting with a microphone in front of you but you need to get together with your mates and laugh shoot the shit take the piss and keep everyone you know keep us all here is is the big one um so yeah um the technological gods are back telling me that I have to make a decision. 
and I've already made it, and the decision is I'm going to keep some questions. I'm going to keep some powder dry. So I'm going to close that off, keep those in the bank, because from my perspective, I'd like you to come back for another episode where we can talk more about some of the questions that I haven't asked you. What I will say is this, me and Tony had a conversation about maybe doing something a little bit more on the reg, because Straight to the Apex has gone into its hibernation phase, its recharge phase. Um, you've talked about the importance of podcasting, Tony's talked about the importance of podcasting, I'll always get, get a podcast going. I've said to Tony, maybe we need to get something like, say, regular in the books, once a fortnight, once a month, maybe even once a week, where it is just a get-together, talk, laugh, joke, make fun, whatever. I've always said, you know, I wanted to do something along the lines of a mental health podcast anyway, and that doesn't have to be, you know, we're here to talk about this aspect of mental health maybe it's just weird to talk about the funny thing we saw on the way to the shops today so james it's my it's my job at this point in time to tell you that i'm super happy that you were able to come on to come on as guest i (coughs) i can't obviously say it more than i've said in the past uh i i am I am the number one Straight to the Apex fan, um, and apparently I have a lot of competition for that role because, uh, yeah, the, the numbers don't lie. Um, big thank you to you for joining me. Big thank you to you for trusting me with your podcast and putting it out sometimes right, week in, week out. Um, <laughs> as, as we've seen today, Technical issues can happen anytime, and they'll always happen at the worst time. So, so yes. Hopefully you'll hopefully you'll come back. Hopefully you'll do another one of these. Hopefully we can get something. Uh, I'm I'm saying this now. Podcast live. Just I'm just saying it. Podcast live. Bring it if you if you can make the tech work, mate. I'm there. I'll I'll get my suit. I'll I'll get my dressing gown on. We'll all, we'll, all, we'll all meet in the same place at the same time. And, uh, I can hear the nervousness from Mark already. At this point in time, it's it's time to throw the gauntlet down because uh, there's one man who is yet to fulfil his guesting duties. And I'm sure right now he's listening going, ah, shit. So, Mark, where are you? We we need you. We need the We need the trifecta. James, big thank you to you for joining me. Uh, big thank you to the lovely people for joining us we the collective will see you next time and I will see you shortly until then it's bye from me and it's bye from this guy there he is there we go thank you very much and we will see you next time see you later (laughs) so there we go what do you think of that fantastic episode I think you'll agree big thank you to James for joining me um yeah just a, a great episode i loved it it's uh it's two of the three um i don't know they're like they're like straight to the apex pokemon you've got to catch them all 
Big thank you for watching, big thank you for listening, big thank you for being here. If I can ask you to do a few things before you go, which really help the podcast out. Like, share, subscribe and comment. Leave reviews where you can leave reviews. Check out the website, thecookiecast.com. There we've got social media links and an email button and that way you can get in touch with us. Tell us how much you enjoyed this episode. Do you want to see more special episodes? That is it for this one. Till next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. How awesome is that? So awesome. you got to like, share, and subscribe.